This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis, Cats at Night. And the number one show at 5 o'clock. We tell you the way it is, and uh, we don't mince any meat uh, doing it. And uh, this is a TriCast. Uh, we're broadcasting at WABC Radio Studios in Midtown. And also participating, WLIR and 970, uh, The Answer. All great stations. And uh, in the studio with us, as we have Common Sense Democrat, we have uh, Judge uh, Richard Weinberg. And we're missing some Republicans. I mean, where are the Common Sense Republicans today? <laughs> you scared them Ooh, off, John. Maybe, they're stuck in traffic. It's pretty you know, brutal Maybe out they're there. stuck in traffic. Maybe they're still coming. But it's just us. Yeah. Well, and, you got uh, Lydia. You got Lydia. And my sidekick, Lydia yes. uh, Serrani. How are you, Lydia? I'm doing well, sir, but traffic is pretty intense out there. So maybe somebody's caught up in there uh, because it looks like nobody goes to work anymore on a Friday. But we got a great show. But so today's Thursday. So if you are stuck in traffic, I know. If you are stuck in traffic, you will. the time will go by very quickly because this show is jam-packed with information and great guests. We're going to have Dr. Mark Siegel, John Chachis, Chadwick Padromos, Dr. Padromos, who's going to talk to us about the fountain of youth charlie gasparino of course we'll talk to him about that twitter deal is the deal on hold or not or what kathy wild kathy wild is the city going to ever open up again fully and what's holding it back and first on the line though we've got michael goodwin pulitzer prize winning writer columnist and just an all-around common sense guy that has the courage to speak the truth and nothing but the truth hi michael goodwin so help me god (laughs) (laughs) i take the oath (laughs) <laughs> okay. Michael, what the heck are we talking about today? There's so many things going on, and, and right now uh, there's a conflict uh, with the Durham case. Uh, uh, the F- former FBI general counsel says that that uh, the Sussman. Clinton lawyer Sussman li- lied to him or lied to somebody. And are you familiar with it? Can you bring it uh, all New Yorkers, all Americans up to date? Well, I'll do my best, Jan. Um, Michael Sussman is a lawyer who worked uh, for the Clinton campaign in 2016. And uh, he worked for a law firm also that uh, Perkins Coy, which was a Democratic law firm largely, worked for the DNC, for the Clinton campaign, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, the firm uh, was used, as we know now, as a cutout. So the ca- the campaign paid money to the law firm, which then went out and hired Fusion GPS, a smear merchant, uh, who then went and hired Christopher Steele, who essentially fabricated the Steele dossier. Uh, so that's the connection to the Clinton. Michael Sussman took another tact in trying to uh, fabricate the uh, Trump-Russia collusion story, which was that he went directly to the FBI, somebody he knew there, the general counsel, who told him and told him that uh, 
according to the charges, that I'm not working for anybody, but I just want you to know that there is this secret computer connection between Donald Trump's campaign and a Russian bank. Uh, and it turned out that this secret computer connection, which they had already uh, leaked to the media, uh, was nothing. It was it was spam essentially. Uh, that was that the uh, the bank was sending everywhere. Uh, but uh, they, they tried to get the media to write a story about it, and having failed that, they went to the FBI, saying basically wanting the FBI to look at this. Now the the issue at hand, the trial charge. There's just one. Uh, a charge indictment against Michael Sussman, and it is that he lied to the FBI when he told them he wasn't representing anybody. When in fact he then later book uh, billed the Clinton campaign for his time. So, uh, according to the uh, Justice Department, the indictment he was working for the Clinton campaign, but did not want to admit that to the FBI. He p- portrayed himself allegedly as just a good public citizen looking to help the agency. Uh, that's the trial, and so just the, to allow him to be able to get in and talk. That's right. That's right. Had he said, I'm uh, I'm working for the Clinton campaign, he would have been less likely to get a hearing, uh, especially from a top uh, official in the FBI. And, and I mean, the, 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 the factual is it doesn't mean it implicates uh, Hillary Clinton because of the fact that he's a guy that's trying to do a, a good job for the campaign. I'm just trying to say the way I am looking at it. He's trying to do a good job for the campaign. So if she became president, she would give him emperorship or something. Mm-hmm. Well, yes and no. Uh, look, I mean, she's he he's being paid to do this by her. Um, so when she's out raising money for people to to give her money, she's using that money for things like this. She's using that money to pay somebody to go and allegedly lie to the FBI uh, that, that, and deny that he's working for her, uh, and to, fed, to, more importantly, I think, to feed a false story, which is there was nothing to this. It, it, it's all, it was all BS. Involved. It was all BS. But unless you get collaborating witnesses that at least two people say that he told me, Podesta, they may get. But I, so, uh, how many of them are going to give up Hillary? My opinion. I respect She's not on trial. I, she, uh, that, yeah. They won't go that way in this They state. won't go. Okay. They won't I, go I respectfully disagree with you, John. You could. Okay. You, 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 you could do whatever you want. You're a judge. Okay. <laughs> you get so, people out of jail when their time is up. Maybe, maybe I told you. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Michael, I think it's, yes. it's corroborated. It's corroborated by a text from the night before. So it's That's not correct. just yeah. so it's not just him getting on the stand and saying thus and such. It's corroborated that at least on two occasions he said that he was representing nobody who was there as a good citizen trying to help, and that's well, and and I think I, he's, I, well. I just say furthermore too. Uh, other witnesses in the FBI have testified that uh, they that that they 
they talked to the general counsel who met with Sussman, and Sussman told them he said he didn't have a client. Uh, they took notes from that interview. So it, it's pretty clear that Sussman believed that uh, – uh, I mean, that uh, the, the FBI general counsel believed that Sussman did not have a client. Right. And that's the lying to the FBI agent. And that's the crime. And then you have overwhelming proof of this beyond a reasonable doubt. And he should be uh, he should be convicted on the evidence so far unless they have a, a rebuttal to that. But the big now, which raises an interesting question, I think, knowing that the government had the text in which he said, I have no client and therefore would seem to be convicting himself. Why would they take this to trial? Uh, why would the defense not take a plea bargain in some way? My, I'll answer my own question this way. They're counting on the Washington, D.C. jury pool mm -hmm. to hate Donald Trump so much uh, and to love Hillary Clinton that they will, they will, uh, there will be one or two jurors who will acquit. Okay, that's that's what you know in, in the in the law. Both in do you the, need you need uh, all in, six yeah. or all twelve to 12. say guilty? Yes, yes. But listen, but this is there's a tradition in the Commonwealth. They're never going to get twelve out of twelve. No. Uh, yeah, of so-called deviant verdict. Okay, and they expect. Mm -hmm. And Michael is exactly right. They expect a deviant verdict. And when, for whatever reason, they allowed three people on this jury, Michael, who gave money to Obama, to Clinton, to AOC allowed those people to be on while there wasn't challenges for cause or preemptory challenges to knock these people off. I have no idea. I just don't get it. I never would have allowed that, you know, if I was presiding in that trial. It's just absolutely ridiculous to have that. And that jury panel, and that's really the truth of it, the jury panel in the District of Columbia you, raises a serious question. Can you get a fair trial if you're on the other side of the Democratic establishment? Yeah, I mean, it's what, look, 97, 95 percent vote for Democrats every time uh, in any federal election. Uh, look, I, I don't know why why those jurors were seated. I, I My understanding, Judge, you would know better, is that under the federal law, under federal rules of uh, court, of trial, that uh, the the lawyers have a lot less leeway than they do in many state courts. Yeah, but the, the point is the judge has a— has a role to inquire whether or not some the standard is well, can you be fair and impartial, and you have to reaffirm your oath for being fair and impartial. I'm going to switch topics now, and another topic you know all too well about Michael Goodwin, Hunter Biden. So MSNBC even put out an article that analysis of his hard drive shows that he and his firm took in about $11 million from 2013 until 2018. They spent it fast on everything that we know so far. What do you think about the fact that finally the mainstream media is catching on? And will Joe Biden ever get implicated into that's why we keep bringing up Hunter Biden. We can't be responsible for what our children do. But we know Joe Biden has has lied repeatedly. He's been busted numerous times and the media basically helped him cover it up. Well, that's true. And uh, and you're correct that uh, when NBC and some of the others, uh, the Washington Post recently, the New York Times, uh, have have started to authenticate the emails on Hunter Biden's laptop, where all this comes from primarily, uh, it, it is about time. And I, I wish I felt more satisfaction, but these are the same people who tried to bury the New York Post coverage of this before the 2020 election. And so therefore, I'm 
not so excited when they finally come so, around to admitting the facts. When the New York Times is doing that, does that mean the the liberal media? And I, I don't use those words. I apologize for using it because that's not me. But does that mean does the liberal media decided let's hang Hunter Biden? His father will pardon him later. That's a good question, John. I, I you know I hadn't thought of it that way. Um, I, I think they they may be operating on two tracks. One is they're getting leaks from the FBI about this investigation. Uh, they finally decided that it may be a serious case, and therefore they better cover their own butts by writing something about it. Uh, but at the same time, each of these stories are very careful to say uh, there's no evidence implicating Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Now, Uh, that's not true. That's simply not true. There's plenty of evidence implicating Joe Biden. Uh, If if by implication you mean, as as Lydia said, he lied. He He said, I've never discussed my son's business with him. Now, that is so patently ridiculous. Uh, His son flew with him to China to make a deal on Air Force Two in uh, 2013, 2014. Uh, We have lots of photos of Joe Biden meeting with Hunter Biden and his associates, including someone from Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company, the corrupt Ukrainian energy company that hired him. So the idea that Joe Biden knows nothing, never knew anything, never talked to anybody. And then you have uh, the Tony Bobolinsky testimony, which is that I met with Joe Biden. He was the big guy who was going to get 10 percent from a deal. So I think the media, when it keeps saying there's no evidence implicating Joe Biden, is really uh, it's almost like to me they're throwing Hunter to the wolves and to protect Joe Biden. You know, their their client is Joe Biden. Uh, Michael, what what about Biden himself as vice president of the United States with a Ukrainian portfolio going there and threatening to stop payment of billions of dollars to the Ukraine unless the, their prosecutor is fired. What about that? Yeah, and that's on tape. Right. right? He, he admits that on tape. He bragged Look, about I, it. I think Joe Biden has become so comfortable uh, in his own corrupt ways that he got sloppy. Um, and he could he would not have done that. Right. That that that. That speech at a at a think tank afterwards, I think it was the Council on Foreign Relations, uh, after he after he left office, if he felt there was ever any danger of Hunter being caught up in any kind of scandal, but uh, and the same way with this thing when he said I, I never uh, never met with any of Hunter's so never talked to him about it. I mean, even reporters from NBC and others have have pestered the White House and saying, does he still stand by that? You know, with all this new evidence, does he still stand by that? And they say yes. So I think he's trapped in this history of lies. You know, the the, the, the great Howard Rubenstein, the, the, uh, the late PR executive, had a little sign on his desk. And it, it was, if you always tell the truth, you don't have to remember what you said. And I think that's what trapped Joe Biden here. He didn't tell the truth, and now he's stuck defending these things. Could we talk to you about the, the Buffalo situation? We got, we got uh, two minutes okay. left before well, a break. I, because 
on this Buffalo situation, which is absolutely outrageous, it's clearly a, a racial attack against part of our uh, citizenry. But now you see it becoming politicized as a blame game. What do you say about that? Well, look, I think uh, it's inevitable with politics being what it is and Democrats being so far down in the polls, uh, worried about losing both houses of Congress. I mean, they're they're grabbing at straws. I mean, they did it with the abortion. Uh, they're, and now they're doing it with this. I thought the, the president's speech the other day was fine uh, in Buffalo up to a point. He said some things that needed to be said by the president. And then he went over that line and he basically linked January 6th and Buffalo as the same sort of thing. And I think that that is just disgraceful. It's shameless. It's it's it, it means he doesn't care about any issue he might want to make, whether it's, say, more gun control or anything like that, he will sacrifice that on the altar of scoring cheap points and trying to paint Republicans with the racism brush. I think it's, I think it's beneath the office, but unfortunately, it's not beneath Joe Biden. Mean, well, yeah, meantime, if the Democrats wanted to remain in power, all they'd have to do, John, is what would they have to do? Turn on the spigots, right? That's all. They, North America opened up the... Uh, Open up for the uh, crude oil and uh, inflation will go back down. I mean, that would solve a lot of our problems. The baby formula crisis, yeah. the gas crisis, energy, you name it. But blame the white, blame the white boogeyman instead. Michael Goodwin, thank you for everything you do for America. Because you, you're out there doing what we're doing, telling the truth and, and letting the American people know. God bless you and we'll catch up soon. Thank you very much, John.